Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Thank you for joining us. You are listening to episode 141, Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. It's hosted by two guys that have never met in real life. I'm one of those guys. My name is Colin Flynn. I live in Iowa. And my co-host, Mr. John M. Craig. Hey, Colin. I'm in Red Bank, New Jersey, same as it ever was. What's good? I don't know. Everything. You know what? Everything. Uh, I don't know how to say it, but very fortunate. You know? How's that? I, I have access to food, shelter. I don't want for much. Sure, I owe the government a lot of money, but I got it better than most people on this planet. I got a fucking podcast, dude. You know 99, what I mean? 99 problems and the government ain't one? Is that what you're saying? No, no, I'm just saying, no, not 99 problems. I probably couldn't even come up with one problem. <laughs> no, seriously. When you think, honestly, I'm just saying, I'm good. I mean, like, I, any bullshit that comes out of my mouth for the next, you know, 65 minutes or so, bullshit. It's just bullshit. It is just no, usually bullshit. Yeah, I, 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 did what you're med- saying. I did meditate before. Okay. I just did. I did like like 25 minutes ago, half an hour ago, I meditated. But, and I'm kind of getting into a good place with that. Like, my, I tear up when I do it. It's really That's, good. You, you tear up every time? Not every time, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was good. I, you know, I, I, um, I had a little thing this weekend. Um, yeah. I'm not like a little thing, like a little, like, you know, soiree. Like, an unexpected thing came up. You know that Cameron, my 17-year-old son, he is a type 1 diabetic. He is taking an EMT class, right? He's taking, I think I talked about this a little bit. He's you know, he's a lifeguard at the local beach club and if you if you become EMT certified, you will get a raise, some sort of raise, $1, $2 an hour more. And we don't know what it'll be. But uh, so he's doing that. And every Saturday from 830 to 430, uh, drive him about 45 minutes north of where we live to this hospital. Mm-hmm. And Robert Wood Johnson Hospital in Somerset, New Jersey. And he uh, he's there, you know. And, and so it's I, – I, I decided to drive him because I thought I was going to go shoot a comedy show at 11 o'clock on Saturday night. And I didn't want to pick him up at 4.30 because I wanted to get myself together, pack up my cameras and everything, and, and, and like, get ready to go into the city late, you know, kind of like 5, 6 o'clock, maybe hang out, see some friends, and then go to this 11 o'clock sure. comedy show. So, uh, it, it, so I'm – in my bedroom, you know, second floor of the pool house, kept putting all things, got my camera, got my memory cards out, doing everything, and I get a phone call from Cameron. This is about 1230. Now, I've been up since 6 a.m. because I decided I was going to drive him, you know, at 7, 730 to get to his class. And it's just like silence. And I hear like, um, like crying. He's upset. Now, you know, he's like, what the fuck? He's, he's at an EMT class. What the hell can he be upset or emotional about? So while at the class, he wasn't feeling great, and he asked one of the other classmates to take his blood pressure. And his blood pressure was high. It was like 177 over 72. So it was partially high, you know. So uh, anyway, and and so the EMT instructor, he, I guess they brought it to the attention of the, the 
the attention of the instructor, took his blood pressure, confirmed that it was high, and he said, why don't you, you know, we should, you should go to the emergency room. You know, he's a type 1 diabetic. It could be a kidney problem. You don't really know, right? And at that age, you shouldn't have high blood pressure. So he's really upset. And now it's like, I'm in the middle of like packing up. I'm like, shit, I got this thing. Yeah, it's not for hours, but the hospitals, you don't just check into a hospital and they let you go, right? Like it's like, can't get in touch with his mom. I'm like, do I take the camera with me? No, 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 just like walk away. You just just go to the hospital, just go. But fortunately, all he had to do was go up one flight of stairs and he was in the emergency room, right? So like, it's you know, it's like losing that perspective. It's like, you know, you've got you've got your kids. It's like, Having that call where they're emotional and upset, it's hard not to go into that space, you know, and worry. So it just was, and then so for the next, I was there for like, you know, so the next six and a half, seven hours was was that. And so I couldn't get in touch with mom. She was going for a walk on the beach and she didn't take her phone, right? So I, when I was calling him, I, I said, Cameron, I when I get there, we should meditate. And... Now he's in the hospital. He's fine. He's like, I would rather my blood pressure is 300 over 200 than meditate with you. (laughs) And then he's like, I would rather the blood shoots out of my veins than meditate with you. I'm like, are you serious? Like, Because sometimes he's just fucking with me and I don't know. So whatever. So I get up there and... Now, finally, there's a nurse coming. So they gave him like a chest x-ray because he, he said earlier in the week he had some chest pain playing basketball mm, in school. Okay. Um, he They gave him an EKG blood sample. You know, they took blood to run lab tests and they uh, and a urine sample, you know, to run run that test as well. So finally, the nurse comes like to, to uh, you know, put in the, what do you call the lead for, you know, when you we get the saline drip, you know. Like, so they have to, yeah, yeah. and also to draw blood, right? So, right, so, yeah. so, anyway, so he doesn't like that at all. So, even though he pricks his finger every day to draw blood, to check his blood, you know, his glucose levels for, uh, he, he's at, he's like, and he said, Dad, can you, can you, can you hold my hand when I do this? I said, I said, yeah, sure, sure, sure. So, I'm standing there. This is after he's already told me, like, fuck you, I'm not meditating. So, I, I brought it up again. You know, now it's a couple of hours later. I, you know, I, I, I said, I, I said, all right, you can hold my hand. It's no problem. I said, how about this? So, you know, seriously, just meditate. Just like, just seriously, close your eyes, be calm, just, and then think about someone you really care about, someone you love. Like, think about Adrian. That's, that's his cousin, my, my, you know, year and a half, 18 month old nephew, right? And, so as I'm telling him this, I start to think of him because like there are these meditations where, you know, I, don't, I forgot what the meditations are, but they're, they're guided meditations I do and usually close my eyes. And I, no matter who pops into my head first for someone I care about and someone I love, it immediately switches over to my nephew. And every single time my eyes like kind of tear, my, my tear ducts open. So I'm standing there, but with my eyes open because I'm talking to him and, and I'm holding his hand, getting ready. The Korean nurse, she's doing her thing. She's like, she's got her accent. She's kind of cute. She's got her big, like, I don't know. She's got this like bouffant hair th- attachment. I don't know what's going on with her, but makeup, the whole thing. And and she's kind of half paying attention to us. And I'm like, no, no, you should do this. And then he just looks at me and he starts laughing. He's like, <laughs> are you crying? Are you crying? Why are you crying? And I'm like, what do you, what do you mean why I'm crying? I'm like, he's like, I said, Cameron, because I'm telling you about, like, I'm thinking about Adrian. And he's like, yeah, but you're crying. Are you okay? Are you okay? 
I'm like, no, no, no. Like, it's like, it's not like a bad cry. And then the Korean nurse is like telling me like that I'm making it tough. I'm not helping him. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm stressing him out. I was like, no, no. And I totally want to shout. No, he's a dick. That's my son, but he's an asshole. Okay. I hope he has high blood pressure. And, you know, but it's like, and he's, and I, I was just like, but, and so I haven't talked to anyone else about this. I haven't Googled it. I don't know if it's a normal thing, but I'm telling you my whole body shifts like my, the way I feel like any anger, whatever, just now maintaining that and taking that through, you know, somewhere else throughout the day or the week, that's something else. You know, I mean, I get in the car, fill up gas and whatever. And then within moments I'm yelling and cursing, you know, and I'm like, mother, you know, blood pressure goes up. But so, so Cameron's fine. Everything, all the tests came back negative. I don't think he'll ever meditate with me. Um, and, uh, He's damaged. He's damaged goods now. He's like, God, my dad is such a pussy. I was oh, like, <laughs> man. Well, and then even, t- even today, you know, I don't know. I don't want to ruin uh, Root of All Evil for anyone, but it's about the Black Dahlia murders in 1947. And uh, the guy who's possibly suspected, it's it's very intelligent a, guy. A, a podcast? It's Root a podcast, but it's also okay. a TNT four-part miniseries with Chris Pine. Um, the You know, the Chris Pine, the actor who was in... Um, God, he, he played the, the Captain Kirk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's yeah, been in other things, too. He's done he's some pretty dark, cool things recently. Cowboy thing yeah, that yeah, was kind of right. dark. Yeah, whatever yeah. the hell that was. So anyway, so um, uh, so anyway, so anyway, I was telling my son about it. He was in the pool house today while I was listening to one of the episodes. And he's like, what's that? And I told him. And I started telling him about it. I said, yeah, it's about this really violent murder, uh, you know, with... And they, they think they know who the guy was. It's an unsolved murder, 1947, like 20, 21-year-old, beautiful woman, whatever. And it was like a brutal, like it was just like, just caught her up, to, really. And I said, and I, this guy was lived in L.A., the guy that they suspect, and he had these uh, surreal artist friends, you know, and he's friends with John Huston, you know, Angelica Huston's dad, the, yeah. the filmmaker, director. director. And yeah, yeah, and he was kind of into the swing, all this crazy shit. And apparently this really intelligent guy, like apparently, you know, uh, 140 is, um, you know, uh, IQ is genius. Apparently this guy had like a 192 IQ. He went to college when he was like graduating high school at like 15 went to college right after that whatever and so the guy really wanted to be an artist but his parents or his mother didn't want him to be one so and so he was found himself in these circles with these artists and there's a possibility that this was his surreal art and i'm telling cameron about this and he's like oh that's kind of cool actually yeah no i get it yeah that that makes total sense guy's a genius i'm like i'm just looking at him i'm like are you, are you he's like are you kidding no it's not no it's not cool he brutally murdered a woman okay <laughs> he's like yeah but you know but it's like if you're on that level of thing no i that's and i'm just looking at him i swear he had me going for about a minute he's like no it's not cool I'm like holy shit i'm like i was all of a sudden concerned for it would have been know. great if right there oh. if you could have just started if you could have just started oh. crying right there if, if, <laughs> in just, that moment you know what <laughs> If the tears would have just flowed. I'm I'm getting better at it. I'm getting better at it. Like I can, like I always thought it was great like to kind of have tears and not not like tears of joy, tears of sadness. It's just like this emotional release. It's awesome. I don't know. I got to look into it after the show. 
I'm trying to remember. Uh, there was uh, uh, Sam Elliott, uh, the actor, you know, uh, Big Lebowski, uh-huh. uh, beef, beef. It's what's for dinner, you know, the guy with the. Yeah, yeah, the, I know. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was, uh, and he was the husband on uh, in Mask, Cher's husband in Mask, or, or you know. Right, right, yeah. Old yeah. man. She was his old man, the biker, but yeah. He did a movie, I'm trying to remember what the hell this was called, um, where, oh, it was Off the Map is what the movie was called. And uh, he and uh, his, uh, I'm trying to remember who's all in that. Um, Joan Arkin, I think, it, it was uh, was in the movie, I, I believe. I, I'm trying oh, to remember. Okay, yeah. As a significant other, uh, Amy uh-huh. Brennan. Uh, I'm just looking it up right now. A- uh-huh. Anyway, Joan Allen, not Joan well, Do Joan Allen. And so what, what is this? Is this in the uh, early uh, mid-90s? 2000-ish. Okay. You know, like uh, 2002, 2003, around in there, I think it came out. So anyway, um, these people live out um, on, on, off the grid, and then they've moved off the grid uh, and quit paying taxes. Does this sound familiar, John? I'm uh, not so, I'm not, I, a part of it does half of it yeah you're, you're off the uh, you know, i'm not the, off the grid I'm well, just, well yeah you're in a pool house you're getting close but but yeah. anyway so uh, they're out in the middle of nowhere and uh this uh, sam elliott character he's it's like he's uh you know you, you're used to this guy being the strong virile male role you know he's the big he's the macho cowboy looking dude all the time with a big mustache but in this movie his his character can do nothing but cry he blubbers about everything and right. it's just uh it's it's funny as shit it's it's quite good with uh crying sam elliott and he does a really good job of doing it it's it's a kind of a sleeper movie a lot of people haven't heard of it hmm. but uh, yeah i've not i have not heard yeah, of it off the map so that's one of my favorite uh, lesser known lesser known movies uh, i was speaking of movies uh all right i don't know why they don't fucking warn people about this shit but uh a movie comes out in today's uh you know today's world uh, where we were you know where we're at with movies every movie you go to superhero marvel dc fucking yeah. all that shit yeah they put out a movie called rocket man and yeah, they don't yeah, yeah. they don't yeah, fucking yeah. warn you that this is not a superhero movie it's, it's it's so not a superhero movie there's a gay scene there's a guy i haven't a cape. seen it yeah he's got a, a, cape. a cape he does have a cape but he's not yeah he's not fucking you know, no, no it's a rocket no. man he's <laughs> not a fucking superhero movie damn it no so, no <laughs> How so, did people not know he was gay back then? I, so this there's this uh, there's this podcaster. Her name is uh, Michelle Guild, and she lives uh, close to here in Iowa City, Iowa, from close to where I live. Um, she's got a show called Welcome to My Show, and uh, she also uh, is uh, she runs the Iowa Podcast Network. They, she's put together a. a uh, I, I thought you were going to do that. What's this bullshit? She's done it. So you know, oh, what? I don't have to do it. She's she's already done. Yeah, it okay. and, and and good for her. So she had she had posted stuff about Rocket Man that she had gone with her mother and. Uh, um, uh, she really enjoyed it, and that it was a, a. She described it as a sad show, and I was like, "How could this? How could this have been sad? I don't. I don't get where, where the tears she's talking about are coming from." I haven't seen the movie. She said, um, uh, "Just went and saw Rocket Man with my mom, and now I'm depressed forever, and will definitely buy it when it's out on DVD." Okay, gonna go cry some more now. TTY, talk to you later, or TTYL, talk to you later. So anyway, um, then when I made the, my, I did a Rocket Man uh, uh, joke, tweet, some kind of yeah. funny thing, tweet, and then she was saying, "Don't, don't do that." But I was telling her, I would tell. Why my, did she? Why did she say, "Don't do that"? 
Well, I don't know because well, she. I think she's got a pretty good sense of humor. And I think she was just you know talking. Uh, to uh, her. But do you know she, her? I, I mean, or I don't know her. Twitter. I don't know her. I, we've we we exchange pleasantries on twi- Twitter, and uh, but no, I haven't actually ever met her. Got but it. She seems like a very pleasant pleasant person. She's funny. Um, anyway, do her so, show. Why don't you do her show? Uh, she doesn't ask me to do her show. <laughs> Then show. I'll ask her. I'll do what you did to me with the Jobs podcast. All well, right, so you I'll, haven't done the Jobs podcast. I'm not going to. I don't have a job. Well, that's the <laughs> neither point. Do they. That's neither do they. I thought you would be kindred spirits with them. You could talk yeah, about I, some I of the jobs know. that I, you've I, had for the short t- times that are. Going I don't on. even. I don't even enjoy doing this podcast anymore. I don't want to do someone else's podcast. <laughs> fuck them and their podcasts. There are enough fucking podcasts. And I don't want to hear myself talk. Shut the fuck up, John Craig. That's my next podcast. Uh, yeah. My next podcast, I swear, I'm going to do one, and it's you're not going to hear my voice. People would say, that's impossible. No, I'm going to specifically do interviews, edit the interviews, and edit my ass out. And you're I'll not going to be on it. No, so. no, absolutely not. I have a, I, I'm sick and tired of it. I can't take it. My son's right about me. I suck. <laughs> Sorry. Now, now I'm going to cry. <laughs> That's a sad story. That meditation so I, I told is wearing Michelle, off, I'll tell you that. Yes. I, I told Michelle that I, I would tell I, – I to, I've seen uh, – I sort of – I saw Elton John in concert at one time. And uh, I, I don't know if I've told this story on here before, but um, in uh, uh, Rolling Stones uh, were, were on tour, and uh, they um, – I saw them in Fort Collins, Colorado, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, the uh, I was looking up the date. I found the date, mm-hmm. <laughs> and this really does date me. Uh, the article, uh, okay, the uh, uh, July twentieth, nineteen seventy five show, Whoa. the uh, Rolling Stones. Yeah, I know, right? And Whoa. so um, the ro- yes, Whoa. Whoa. So, uh, anyway, went to. <laughs> I just yeah. Like, yeah. Just, just throw out dates of things you've gone to. I'll be like, whoa! I thought you were my age. Um, yes, I know, right? Uh, so, so uh, my, that's my why my wife calls me Highlander. Um, <laughs> let's see. So, all right. So, uh, Sunday, July twentieth, Rolling Stones played their second show of the uh, of the uh, tour. Okay, so this tour started off pretty cool because uh, John, you might. Uh, you might dig this because you're a New York City guy. Um, they uh, they weren't touring uh, this tour in in support of an album. They just 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 decided, fuck it, we're gonna we're gonna do this tour tour a tour of the Americas is what they called it. Uh, on May first, uh, they uh, launched this uh, the tour. They um, set up the the band was set up on a moving flatbed truck. And they rolled the truck down Fifth Avenue in New York mm. City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Stones performed live on a truck as it went down Fifth Avenue. They they played uh, uh, Brown Sugar among uh, yeah. I guess, I, among I, some other then things. then there was a did 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 you two rip them off or no? You two did a thing for their music video in L.A. on the rooftop. On the rooftop, yeah. The rooftop thing, though, they 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 didn't rip off uh, the Stones on that, but uh, the Beatles did a rooftop thing. I think the same thing, and in, in uh, didn't they? Yeah, pretty sure in Los Angeles um, before the end of their existence as as a band. But okay, so they did this thing. Okay, so Sunday, July twentieth, Stones played their second show of the tour, Fort Collins, Colorado, and uh, Charlie Daniels' band was the opening act, Rufus, featuring Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan was uh, the the second act. Uh, The Colorado State Patrol, I'm reading from an article right now, Colorado State Patrol reported vehicles backed up on Interstate 25 from Harmony Road to the Windsor exit. And uh, 
people parked along a joint. Now, this was, as far as all the concerts I've gone to, uh, which has been uh, a shit ton of them, this is the one that I've gone to, which uh, as closely as 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 I can and recall, uh, kind of resembled sort of a Woodstock sort of feel. They, 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 there were people that camped out all over this neighborhood of this and it was the colorado state university football field hughes stadium is where they had this and so um the uh, there were people all over hell there's a big um uh, spot big parking lot where they charged people to park the night before and the day before a couple days before and people were camping and tailgating and there was uh, bands that they had hired in various places to play outside before the concert it was a big deal so um they call this the infamous show uh, when Elton John now was along with these guys for whatever reason. I think mm-hmm. they had bought his. They had, they had purchased a a, um, a jet to do the rest of the tour with that had belonged to Elton John. So they they had Elton John's jet, and uh, so Elton John showed up with them. He was dressed in an L.A. Dodgers windbreaker and a cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he joins the band on stage during their opening number, which was Honky Tonk Woman. Okay, which is I guess really it was the only song that. Elton John at that point that he knew how to play that was a Stone song. So um, Mick Jagger's up there and he's doing his Mick Jagger thing and he introduces Elton John, um, not as Elton John. He says, this is our friend Reg from Watford, which is where he's from, I guess, in, in England. Mm-hmm. But okay, after a bunch of songs, they, 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 they kept playing. Elton kept coming out. He kept reappearing and he, he, he kept getting in front of the keyboards. Now they had two keyboard players, two other keyboard players, one of which was Billy Preston, the, the guy that had that song, Will It Go Around in Circles? Right. Um, okay. So Billy Preston was along, and he had been hired to play keyboards, and they were going to make a big deal out of Billy Preston being there as the you know the, the guest keyboardist on tour. Uh, Ian Stewart was still in the band. He played keyboards as well. Elton John kept getting in the way. He, he kept coming out and trying to play along and kept, you know, trying to Fucking grab up. a key. Kept fucking up trying to play a keyboard until finally Keith Keith Richards gets fucking pissed (laughs) at at Elton. And he's like kicking Elton the fuck off the stage. He's like, get the fuck out of here. And so they've got a fight going on basically with Elton John up on stage trying to get uh, Elton off the fucking stage. This is a Stones gig. This is a fucking, uh, you know billy preston thing and i guess um the 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 plan was after the show that they were supposed to get on a helicopter they landed with a helicopter behind the stadium it was a very cool scene Uh, this helicopter coming down and and uh then everybody rushing up to the top of this big football stadium and trying to look over the side uh to see what's going on and and uh, we're at at near an edge where you could kind of get up towards we we got to a point where we could see him getting off the you know, getting off, and this was also the first tour um, with uh, Ronnie Wood was was out with the band for the f- very first time, so that was a new thing, and uh, and I knew who he was from Faces. It was the Faces guy, you know, and then uh, it was just it was, it was crazy. But anyway, they they got in a, such a, such a fight that instead of getting back on the helicopter to leave and go with Elton back to his, he had a ranch out there um, where he had, he had uh, an album called Rock Rock of the Westies, I think was what it was called, uh, which he had recorded. A little town by um, a little town called Nederland, Colorado. There was a recording studio up there, and uh, they were supposed to all go up to Elton's place and, and hang out. But they 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 got a fight. I said, "Fuck you, Elton!" <laughs> and they left. They got limos and, and took off somehow in limos and went went elsewhere. But uh, so that's my sort of seeing Elton John story. <laughs> So you've never seen Elton John on his own performing as own. Elton John doing it. Okay, so it was kind of no. early in his because he he probably 
started to break in in the early seventies, but not big until like the mid seventies, till about seventy six. He was he was a you know he right. was a pop pop guy, and it was weird to see. Right. I remember thinking, yeah, this is weird that Elton John and the Rolling Stones didn't seem to really go together. You got the, these guys that are you know kind of the the pirate types with the with the guy that's you know singing Daniel, you're my friend, you know that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you see? Uh, did man. you see? Did you see Bohemian Rhapsody? I did not. And uh, do you have any would, interest in seeing it? I would love to see it, and I, I wish I would have seen it on a uh, you know big like screen, a big screen somewhere. Yeah. Well, so I have zero interest in seeing it. I, I, when it came <laughs> out, like no, I have no interest in seeing it. I like Queen, I'm a fan, and a few reasons. One is uh, Sasha Baron Cohen was he was slated to play. Freddie Mercury, and I right. just—I think he's great. I think he's incredibly talented, a really intelligent guy, and I think he would have been great in the part. I'm sure Rami Malek was fine, but there was there's something about the movie that it just it there it. Everyone that I've talked to that tells me how amazing it is and how great it is, I just don't believe them. I think they just are Queen fans. I think you're a Queen fan. You love Queen, so I I'm like, I'm, I've I really got this don't. block. No, no, not you, not <laughs> oh, you. Them. Oh, them. I, I want to know what. No, not too. you, but you okay. didn't tell me. You haven't seen it. You haven't said. But my friend Ray, the golf swing shirt guy, he told me you got to see it. It's the best movie. There are a bunch of people mm-hmm. who told me, and I'm like, and then there's just something about it. I'm like, are you critical about anything and movies? I mean, because like, why are you saying it's good? I, 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 now if I see the movie and I think it's good, I will tell you that movie was really good. It was really, but I just don't know if there's a lot of conflict. I don't know if they really go into his story enough. I don't know, you know, and, and, you know, as big as Freddie Mercury was in the band, I mean, you know, Brian May, the rest of the band is very talented. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just, I'm not sure. So the guy, so Brian Singer, you know, Brian Singer directed The Usual Suspects. Yes, and no, he's yeah. done. Um, he, I think he's done the X Men movie. He's done a bunch of superhero movies. So he was the director on on Bohemian Rhapsody. However, toward the end of production, he needed a break. He had some personal stuff going on. His mother was sick or something. I don't know exactly the details. And then they shut down production for a little while. And then finally, I think it was like December 2017 for the last two weeks this year. They so his DP took over for a, for a minute to direct, and then that didn't work out. And then this guy Dexter Fletcher came on. He's an actor. He was in uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. British guy. He finished up the last two weeks. Now he's not listed as the director on the film because he only did two weeks, and the Directors Guild of America prohibits him so he has some sort of producer credit he directed rocket man so um you know so i'm, I'm curious like I, and i don't know if he ended up getting the rocket man job because he actually finished up bohemian rhapsody i don't know the story because i looked him up on imdb but uh like there's something about even just looking at the trailer for uh the rocket man movie that it seems like it may be a better biopic th- than Bohemian Rhapsody. But again, I haven't seen either movie. I'm just telling you, that's what my gut tells me. I, I had read a couple of reviews that were uh, were saying that they, they, that that's that was the uh, the point they were trying to make was that if you if you like that one, you you will think this one was better. So I yeah, again, and, and because to me to me a film should have con- like a story about someone's life should have some level of conflict and and there should see and and I, I imagine that both of them had that even I mean being being gay as like a, a performer at that time is very different than being a gay performer today 
you know, yeah. in terms of perception, yeah, yeah, coming sure, out of the closet, sure. like you're a pop star. It's totally different now. You know, it's yeah. almost like being a straight performer now is more detrimental. I think than be. I'm not. That's not true. I'm. I'm just. Yeah. Even real. so, I, I had a, 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 a guy that uh, I knew uh, he went to high school with his, and he was really into metal and. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. He 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 loved uh, he, the, the dude. <laughs> All right, okay. This this actually relates. Um, so he he really uh, Alan, Alan Van Gorkum. No, uh, I know okay. I know where you're going with this. So he he okay. You're thinking Rob Halford, right? Judas well, Priest. Well, uh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking, but maybe yeah, not. He was really into Judas Priest. He's yeah, yeah. like one of his favorite mm-hmm. things. And when we yeah. told him, we told him that, and he hated like pop music. Everything if it, if it wasn't yeah, yeah. metal, if it wasn't metal, yeah. he was like he was like fuck you. And then uh-huh. we told him that the guy from Judas Priest. He's gay. You know, when he's, did you tell him that? What year? I don't know. It's like there was rumors about it. Somebody, I don't know, somebody I knew. I don't know. I had no idea. It was basically, I don't know, somebody in, in the circle was like, yeah, that, that guy, that dude's gay. Or, are they probably, all right, back then they probably said, you know, they probably used more disparaging terms. I'm so, sure. sure it wasn't he was gay. But uh, anyway, uh, the, the the thought was was given to, to Mr. Van Van Gorkum, and, which pissed him off. It's like, do not say that. You know, the, the, that is not fucking true. Priest would not do that. Nobody in priest. You know, there's, there's... I, <laughs> hell bent for leather. <laughs> Look at the way he dressed. So, so. <laughs> Yes, so he drove Alan. Uh, he drove a, a. He had this van that he drove, and yeah. uh, and it was it had a. Um, he'd put. He was like a gearhead kind of guy, and he had put some kind of big ass fucking engine in the thing, and it had these pipes off the side, kind of like a it looked like a Scooby Doo ish van sort of thing, but not happy looking. He had like, he had like uh, some mural thing painted on the side that looked like you know like fucking demon creatures and 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 shit like that. It was it was a metal van, and uh, so we. We started fucking around and we were we were calling it to, to make him mad we would call it the rocket van he's your hey rocket van which he, it made him mad because it was that was an elton john reference right, 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 right. Yeah, no, yeah. no i don't fucking want any fucking listen to elton john you fuckers you know he uh-huh. you know, i listen to jesus <laughs> priest i listen to real metal you know i'm not listening to that yeah, you know, faggy ass fucking you know yeah 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 yeah, yeah, so yeah. He, yeah that's great so you know so <laughs> Uh, a buddy of mine, and this was hard to do back in the day, um, but because um, you couldn't just go anywhere and, and get this kind of shit done. But somewhere along the line, he had done some. He had done a mail order thing, and he got a bumper sticker made that said "Rocket Van." And um, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he put this yeah, rocket van on, on Van Gorkum's uh-huh. van, the uh-huh. the death metal van. He put a, a little. He put the sticker on the back on the back, on the bumper uh, with the real sticky old fashioned, not a window clingy kind of thing. This is like the old sticky. Put it on, and it's you know you're going to have to remove this with like some kind of nuclear or something to get it off. But he stuck the rocket van sticker on the back of it, and of course you don't tell him. You just you know how long is it going to take him to notice this, which. It was a while before he figured out what was going on. Everybody was laughing. Hey, rocket van, rocket van. Everybody's like, rocket van. He's like, fuck you, shut up. It's not a fucking rocket van. It's my death metal wagon or whatever. <laughs> now, now <laughs> did, did Van Gorkin or whatever, did he ever realize and accept it? And, and, and do you know, have you stayed in touch with him? I mean, uh, uh, yeah. I know, I think probably I, I would, well, I'm guessing he's probably in a gay bar wearing leather or something. That's what I would think so. Yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> Because <laughs> he was really fighting it hard, you know what I mean. So yeah, he's probably right now listening to Elton John. He's probably seen the Rocket Man movie a few times. Now, have you ever have you ever heard or even better seen William Shatner perform Rocket Man? Uh, I 
I don't, if, I've heard that he that he's that oh no he does it's it's, it's amazing I I so so I I think the first time I think I really realized that he had done it because this was uh, I think sometime in the seventies and I think he did it at some sort of sci-fi awards thing you know so so he's smoking a cigarette wearing a tuxedo with a ruffle shirt and it's like that you know late seventies early eighties slow dissolves where they have him sitting there and then they real slow dissolve to a close-up. So it's like he's almost over his shoulder. And so Chris Elliott, I don't know if you remember Chris Elliott, the comedian, yeah, um, Bob kinda. Elliott's son, right? Who was kind of yeah. like like a towhead blonde with the blonde, you know, beard. He used to be on Letterman. Uh, Guy on under the Late bleachers. Night with David under the, yeah, he was great. And so he actually <laughs> did, he basically did a parody of William Shatner doing rocket man exactly the same like there's no all he's doing is mimicking this so anyway i'm going to make sure that you have the youtube link for this and you could tweet it out or something because it is it's i i can't imagine it's it has to be seen and pop up again now that this movie's out you know yeah send it to me i have spent a shit ton of time this week on youtube and i've been uh, it's it's all been uh, and uh, it's it's been uh Okay, it's been a little confusing for me, I guess is what I was I was thinking as I started this thing a little bit, because uh, I sent you a link right after we, we did our last episode. Uh, yeah, so I, I just stumbled across this, this link about this uh, uh, Tosh Sultana. Uh, is the name and yeah. um, so I, I start watching this Tosh Sultana video and it's uh, it's uh, something that, that intrigues me and you, your son Cameron's into this and yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know I play just a little bit of guitar poorly and and uh, but um, I and I haven't bought one yet but I'm probably going to but a looper pedal of some a, sort a looper pedal so you yeah get Cameron's the lo- got one he's pretty yeah, good so at it yeah you get the looper pedal and and uh, if you've not watched somebody do this you know the idea is mm-hmm. uh, somebody starts with some some sort sort of a rhythm or a riff or something and then you record that and then you start building on top of it until it turns right. into something yeah if yeah if you've ever seen reggie watts like reggie watts yeah, the comedian yeah, where he right. does it but he does a lot of beatbox but he's yes. playing the same deal but she's playing instruments love that guy um, yeah see, that's the thing reggie yeah. watts is great so when I, when I first started the first uh the first little part of watching tosh i thought tosh i thought i thought i was i thought i was seeing a dude um because of the little guitar the bone, part well the, the guitar part also also, the facial bone structure. I didn't think I was seeing a dude. I thought okay. I was seeing a woman. I, I at first I thought We're it was a dude, right. uh, and then and then okay. So Tosh is is non-binary and mm-hmm. uh, prefers the uh, they them they pronoun, them. right, right, pronoun thing. Right. Which when you when you start when you get into the, this uh, when you get into Tosh Sultana, you'll you figure out um, holy crap. Um, well, they play twenty instruments, so you know what they totally they. is appropriate when referring to them yes it's, it's honestly it's mind-boggling and now i can't get around everywhere i look she's around i mean he they are around me <laughs> dollar dollar see, bill the, y'all um yeah yeah see this is the thing because usually when somebody starts talking about a group and then you find out the group is actually it's not a group it's a solo act and you're like no it's not right. them it's it's right. she or it's he or it's that whatever the right. people start correcting and with this thing with the they thing and and i've watched the, the only real exposure i've had really to much of the 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 they them pronoun thing is is uh you know i live in iowa uh, it's it's uh billions it's real, billions billions that's yeah, it yeah. Right. yeah with the the taylor uh, character 
character on Billions. Uh-huh. And whenever they do that on Billions, when they start using the they thing and they're talking about Billions, I, I always get confused. It's like, who are they talking about? Uh, or, or who's, you know, what's going on here? It confuses me because it's, it's, uh, it's a strange thing to try to... Uh, adjust the language for and try to figure out what the hell's going on but um nonetheless i mean it doesn't matter there's the the talent thing there is is fucking amazing yeah that video Uh, you sent me was done for rolling stone magazine yeah right and it's just them in like a studio with sort of like this pink background and just and it was when the bass line drops in i was like what the fuck i don't wait did they play that on the guitar i didn't see the fingers moving to do that or was that already pre-programmed played there earlier is, there is a little bit of a bass line on the one the one and on the one that i sent you that that is, there is. A part of it but uh but yeah. then some of the stuff um is i guess apparently laid down ahead of time a, a bit, i believe but. so i believe so because that, and then because <sighs> wow. it was it was like this guitar riff and then and then all of a sudden at a, some point a couple of minutes in it was the bass line and then the drums and then back to and i'm like holy shit so, so a lot come, of the stuff yeah. is a lot of the stuff's got sort of a reggae kind of thing to uh-huh. it a little bit uh-huh. but then it gets real ethereal and very uh uh there's there's um really um hendrix-esque uh guitar stuff to it sometimes um uh vocally um they <laughs> um and you feel like there's more than one person singing because uh, there's a lot of uh there's a lot of harm harmonics and background mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. uses a ton of pedals and a mm-hmm. ton of tr- right. tricks and things like that uh the vocals are amazing um yeah god damn um i'm i'm really impressed with well that. and so so and yeah. i think and i had told you so i immediately shared it with cameron cameron got back to me he's like he's like what do you you don't think i'm that i'm i'm this good i'm not i haven't I don't have all that equipment. I don't. I can't do all. That. I don't have. I. He has one looper pedal, right? So I've heard him play. He does pretty well with, with yeah. doing it. I'll, I'll try to find. I may have one on my phone. I'll. I'll send it to you and put it out there. But. Uh, but so so Tosh uh, Sultana, who's Australian, I believe, has right. a song. Right. This is on Spotify. Two and a half million um, monthly listeners on Spotify. The number, it's the song that has 27 minutes, it's called Mystic, M-Y-S-T-I-K, right? Right. And Kylie was playing that in the car, like a <laughs> lot recently, like before you sent me that link. And I kept saying, who's this? Who's this? Because the song doesn't sound like something Kylie would be into. Like Kylie's into Billie Eilish, but the guitar, I was surprised. But this song, Mystic, is a little bit more poppy. I don't know if I sent it to you. Yeah, um, I've listened to it. Yeah, it, and, yeah. And, and so my whole perspective has changed now, like just hearing this thing that I'm like, I don't know, what's Kylie into it? I'm like, when I saw that video, and then Cameron didn't know at first, you know, um, Cameron referred to Tosh Sultana as a dude. I said, I don't think it's a dude. I think it's a chick. And then he, so then he came back and he's like, no, it, it, he was using dude in a, in a like gender neutral way. So he was more right than I was, but he was familiar though. <laughs> yeah. And he said, wait, did, did they do a, uh, a, a tiny desk concert? And sure enough, there's a tiny desk concert. Now, I didn't watch the whole thing, but that seemed like it was pretty cool. So just to be, there are so many people submit to that and I'm sure that they didn't submit to it. Someone saw and said, Need yeah. to get them on, you know. I still haven't watched the Wu Tang Clan Tiny Desk. Um, but that one's uh, good. It's only like four songs, though. Yeah, three songs. Uh, so and, and uh, anyway, so um, I noticed I was down by Asbury Park this weekend, 
And Asbury Park has the Stone Pony, you know, Asbury Park, Bruce Springsteen, Stone Pony. There's a and they do a summer concert series, and it mm-hmm. starts the first concert, I believe, was May nineteenth. So they do it outside, and Tosh Sultana. End of the summer, New York City Central Park, Tosh Sultana. September fourth, which I think is a Tuesday, maybe or a Wednesday, and playing Summer Stage. Uh, everywhere, the, just all over yeah, the place. I looked at the tour too. It's and also uh, uh, they. <laughs> uh, I just feel weird when I whenever I say that, knowing uh, it's one person. But uh, anyway, yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I'll play along. Um, they uh, are playing Red Rock, Red Rocks, Red Rock, Red Rocks in uh, Colorado, which would be fucking amazing. Just because. How close is that to you? To me, yeah. that's a long way. So oh, it's a, it's a. Probably but it's a, a 12, cool 12 hour drive but it's but, okay. the, one of the coolest venues in the united states right right yeah so, so. yeah that, yeah it would be awesome but uh, you know it's uh yeah i uh i did i didn't i did enjoy that and when i went i went down that wormhole a little bit did i send you the video of the cameron sent me a video shortly after of the dude uh what was it burl arts b-u-r-l-a-r-t-s the uh the crayola i mean the uh the wooden pencil the colored pencil guitar did I send you that link? Uh, yeah, I've seen that. I think you sent that to me a while back. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't that. know. I, I sent it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. This dude, he he. The first video he put on YouTube is he makes a a snowboard out of masking tape. I mean, he does have like some like styrofoam or something to make it, but mm-hmm. he right, right, right. Other than that, and I mean, not the bindings and all that, but he did, it, and it and it and it worked. And then the next thing he did was he made these guitars. And he did one completely out of Crayola wood pencils, colored. Yeah, and uh, I've seen that. polyurethane and the whole thing. And then he did another one that was a flying V, and he did that one out of uh, giant jawbreakers, <laughs> giant candy. And again, he just does the whole polyurethane. I mean, it's so time consuming. And when he did that first one, the wood pencils. Can't remember how many pencils he's used. He he never built a guitar before. He plays guitar, but he never built one before. I'm like, oh, that is some next level patience. You can't think you're gonna do that and and get you know millions of hits on YouTube, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, you're gonna document the whole thing, but holy shit, I don't. Think I wonder I how much he fucked up getting it to where you know getting it. I mean, because I did see the pictures and it looked perfect. I mean, it was it was. Uh, oh, you was, know, he fucked yeah. up there. I mean, he shows it in the video. The video is fairly long. It's about nine minutes. But he uh, at one point, he, you know, he broke some of the pencils. He had to fill it in, and you know, it's not an easy thing. And he made a lightweight guitar made out of like styrofoam or something. Mm-hmm. Again, it's just like, yeah. Uh, I mean, he's just a dude that. I guess he's just a creative, just an artist, and likes to build shit and. Mike's experimenting. I wonder if he uh, is this. Uh, wonder if he's got a job. <laughs> mm. If he managed to turn this into a money-making thing, well, it would be cool if he could do that. Well, you were the one that were telling me about David Dobrik. Were we talking on? Were we talking on, on here or talking just to one another? I don't remember the YouTube guy. I think we were talking on here. You. What did you say he was making per? Oh yeah. Um, he's a he's so- a popular YouTuber who was. Uh, he got big on Vine. It was twenty four thousand dollars per day. I think is what the yeah it was what the oh right right. I think yeah. I came up with it was like take home would be like five point eight million or something like that. Right. I, yeah. I did I did some numbers on it, and he has multiple channels, and that number is probably going to keep going up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I, don't I just don't have. Uh, I don't think I've got anything that interesting that uh, YouTube wants to see. 
<laughs> so I, I may, I may. What, what's your, what's your? Animal? I don't know. I'm not sure. I, you know that I have cats. I have the two cats, right? Oh yeah, the cat. And, thing. and I'm down with the cats, and and they're cool and whatever. But uh, they have recently become uh, outdoor cats. They're indoor outdoor cats. So typically, the door to the pool house is open. It's like cracked a little bit. And uh, they have been um, they have been uh, delivering gifts for me. Um, yeah. Rodents. I think I talked well, you got about some this. Dead stuff I, I told you for sure. I don't know if I talked about it on the show. Um, moles. Moles. Uh, uh, they're about the same size of a, as a mouse. Um, they don't have a fighting chance. They're dead so quick. I have never seen them playing with a mole or messing with a mole that was alive. Like it's just it's just you know they're kind of slow and blind. Uh, a robin, a bird, the full robin, so disconcerting. I walked in here one day and it's just like laying on the floor, and there were bran- there were like leaves and a branch. Okay, so this bird was just unsuspecting, and one of my cats just—I don't know how it got it, and it was—I don't know how long it lived. Brought him in here, and it was just had like those like dead eyes like a like a doll's eyes just like gray and laying on its side hmm. it's like, kind of like a shit. pagan ceremony you guys have so, going there. and then and then so and then usually like this morning two mice and usually I just and i've seen them fucking with a mouse right so it's like the cats what it'll do is one of the cats will get them like they're both sort of sniffing them out or one is stalking and mice have very flexible like uh bones like rib cage right to the point that they can get <laughs> jeffrey tiny Dahmer. spaces yeah they just <laughs> sound like jeffrey Dahmer. so so they can get in these little spaces <laughs> right and so so but nonetheless even though they'll hide and go behind the cabinets under you know squeeze in the cats know where they are. They can just sniff them out, and they just wait, and they just yeah. patiently wait. And it's just it's their job. And then the minute the minute the mouse comes out, it's like it's like the paw, and then it and then what it does is sometimes it'll just like swipe it around back and forth, back and forth. And then the thing, the field mice in particular, they'll like hop, they'll, and it'll lay down on the side. You're like, is it dead? You <laughs> knock it out. Yeah, no, he's he's still going. All right, and the cat and then runs into a corner. And the cat stalks it more, and it just back. So and then every this, now and again in the mouth in the mouth, but they don't. This bite could it. yeah. If you could get the video, get the video. This uh, could be like it's sort of like Twitch. You can have people can watch yeah. instead of instead of catching mice yourself. You know, instead of you catching the mouse, you can just mm-hmm. watch someone else catch the mouse. In this case, the cat. So yeah. You, yeah. you share this cat love. It's it's a um, uh, I, I, Christopher Walken. Did you know he's a big cat guy? No, no, I didn't. No, but it's likes cats. So. I have video. I'm going to tell you. I just you thought have that, video. Oh, yeah, yeah. So basically what I thought it was, it was just a game. It's just a game of cat and mouse. They're playing, right? Just running around. And then and then sometimes I've tried to save the mice. I'll take a paper towel and I'll just, once they get it under the paw, I'll like yell at them. I'll grab the tail and I'll bring it outside. I actually had one outside. They're sitting there. I actually gave it a little raspberry and it was sitting there and it couldn't move. It was like whatever tiny little flexible bones they had, they were broken. It couldn't move. It was there all night. I even, one when it was laying on the floor, I was dropping water into its mouth and it was just like... I think you need a job. I'm, no, 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 I'm, no, I'm no, 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 no. I have a job. I'm gonna have it all figured out. You're gonna see, and this just, uh, everything's gonna be perfect. So, no, so this is, now, you're, no, no, you're no, scaring me, scaring me. No, no, scaring no, no. Me. I, I'm hold on. I need to meditate. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I cry. need to fucking meditate. I'm gonna so, start crying so wait, here pretty so, soon. No, it's even mouse. better. So uh, I've never understood. Like I've always been God, like a cat guy, mouse. like cats, and and I'm. So, it's, wait, it gets better. Um, it's there's, it's. 
I just thought they played a game until the mouse couldn't take it and its tiny little heart stopped. And then just all, and then it's just there. No, no, no. Recently, I started to see these mice that were torn in half. Torso over here, this innards, just blood. Because the first time I noticed this, Kylie and I, I picked her up from dance. We walk in, and she sees one of our, my cats, Chase. And she's like, are you okay, Chase? Chase had blood. Blood underneath. It's like lower mouth. It's a bloody killer. Bloody killer, right? And then I saw there was a mole on the front porch of the house laying on its back, and there was blood. And then the other night, a couple of nights ago, I'm here. I'm seeing them chase. The, they chase the mouse. The mouse goes out. I chase him out of the house. They bring him outside. They still get it. And then that same cat that had the blood a couple of days earlier fucking just chewed that mouse and ate every fucking last bit of it. Every piece of it. It was like chewing on mouse jerky. So I didn't get video of that. But then, a few minutes later, the other cat got one. Chased it out of there. They bring it into the pool house. They're going to play in their lair. <laughs> Look what I got. Well, what the fuck? And then I shot video. And it was so challenging to shoot. And when people that don't like cats say that cats are evil, I understood. I'm like, holy shit. They're not hungry. They have food. I just thought it was a Here's game. Here's what you need to do. Here's what you need to do. I, with I the can't cat. even watch it. Yeah, yeah. Because this is all this is this is all very impractical. You know, you're you're spending this time watching the cat, and the cat's doing this thing that is useless for for is trying to impress you with something that uh, is just it's not a useful thing. So you need you need to take the cat, and if you need to use your Christopher Walken type thing, get take the cat to to, to Whole Foods, and uh, get, take your your vehicle. Your I saw the video you did of the you know, your. Whole Foods. Oh, when I was at Whole Foods in my flip flops, running in the pouring rain last night. Yeah, so so bring the bring the cat to to Whole Foods and let it go right in front of there, so that that it can go in and tell it tell it to go go get something out of Whole Foods. Bring if it's going to bring you food, you know. Go get me something out of out of out of, out of Whole Whole Foods. Now listen, if I could dragging, train dragging my cats to steal food from Whole Foods, that would know. be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be that would be useful. It occurred to me because I've seen you've you've posted lately because because uh, you know you've got this time on your hands. Obviously, I do. I have a lot of time. On my um, hands. Yeah. You've been posting a lot of, of video and pictures of the cats, and there's been there's been there's been a, a, a your content has been cat rich. It's, it's you, just all I have. I don't have anything else to do. I'm in the see pool a lot house. of the cats, John. Um, so, um, it, okay. So if 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 a cat. Okay, so I've got four dogs, and I, and I, I I was thinking, why don't I, as I was looking at that, I thought, why don't I take more pictures? Why don't I take more video of my dogs? And I've got thirteen chickens out back. I could do the chickens too, but I, I, I'm I'm not photographing or taking very many pictures of the dogs. And then then I th- I thought if if the situation were reversed, if if I if I could lay down the the the, the the camera, the the phone, and the dogs had the ability to take pictures, being dogs and being as enthusiastic as they are about things, they would be taking my picture all the fucking time. I, w- I would, they would be just taking my picture. Here, let's take your picture. Let's take your picture. Come on, let's take a selfie. Come on, let's do selfie, selfie, selfie. We'd, we'd be like, yeah, there'd be massive pictures of me and the dogs. They, they would just love to take my picture. They would be doing it all day. Uh-huh. But, but then it also occurred to me, sadly, John. Sadly, I was thinking. If you laid your phone down at your house, your cat 
wouldn't take one fucking wouldn't picture. take one fucking no picture they wouldn't give a fuck it would not take your no. picture yeah. it'd be yeah it would be i don't know no, gr- grumpy cat just passed away you remember the internet you know <laughs> they killed it fit? somebody killed they, the no, fucking they, cat they got finally got sick of looking mouse, at that a fucking mouse a fucking mouse a gang of mouse <laughs> mice came and said fuck you grumpy cat no grumpy cat's grumpy because grumpy doesn't want to be on instagram grumpy doesn't want my cats dogs would be fucking annoying as fuck on instagram they would just post. It's like, oh my god, oh Rover, Rover. Couldn't I have come up with a better name? Um, another yeah. post. Oh, the, uh, yeah, yes, Colin Flynn. Yeah, yeah, he went to the Rolling Stones concert in '75, right? He was said he saw <laughs> fucking Rocket Man before he was fucking Rocket Man. Okay, <laughs> I saw Rocket Man. Piss off, Keith Richards. Oh, I did watch the video. I did. I did find the video of them uh, doing brown sugar. I'll send you the link to that one. Oh, I did, did send you the really? link. I already texted you the link to those two videos to uh, whatever I sent you. Yeah, I don't man. know. Rocket Man. Yeah. yeah, yes, William Shatner and the. And it looks pretty cool. Uh, that that video of them doing brown sugar down in and to young Mick Jagger, cool as fuck. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a happening back um, in the day. He was like. 40 then or something <laughs> that's right that's right he's because he's about a, he's like what 82 now what is he 76 75 ish yeah okay. somewhere yeah, there yeah. somewhere in that range yeah he's got what the injury he had no he, oh he had a heart thing which he's uh, i i did see though somebody posted a video last week of him uh he's uh in a like a dance he had this big dance hall thing that he was in by himself like the studio that he had rented and uh he was uh practicing uh his his moves, his concert moves, and um, it's bizarre because he just does whatever he wants to do. It's not he, you know, he has these these moves that nobody else does. The, the Mick Jagger stuff. Yeah, know, yeah, he, yeah. He, move, he moves like himself, and nobody else does that. But he's working real hard on practicing at being himself. <laughs> yeah, he does. You know, Eddie Eddie Vedder moves quite a bit. You know. Yeah, he, does he? He, he? Yeah, he does. Uh, I haven't seen him in a long time. I last time I saw, the only time I saw Pearl Jam was in '92, with uh, Smashing Pumpkins open, then Pearl Jam, then the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's a show. Uh, it was actually a good, uh, show. A, yeah, a good he, show. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and uh, it was, uh, but yeah, I, I, I just randomly, a photographer guy I know who does these wet plate photos. You know, like these, I don't know if I'll, I'll send you like the t- tin type, right? So it's like this. Anyway. Old timey, old timey. He, he, shot, he shot Bob Gruen. You know Bob Gruen, the rock photographer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah who's probably around 70. And he like, still has. And he's got like curly white hair, almost yeah, yeah, clownish. Yeah. And anyway, so, and he posted that. So I kind of looked up Bob Gruen. I knew who he was, but I wanted to see some of his photos. And he had a picture of... Uh, I, I don't know. Someone took show. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't Bob Gruen. Maybe it was someone else. You get into this wormhole. Sometimes you look up a rock photographer, then you find someone else, and then you're next thing you know, you're looking at photos for the next three hours. I thought it was Bob Gruen that's got. He did. I was thinking he has just a shit ton of photos online. Oh no, he does. He does. But I mean, maybe he wasn't his photo. But there was. I did see a picture in the midst of looking up that guy and rock photos. And there's one of Eddie Vedder that's like it looks like he's flying through the air, and he's got like a like almost knees, you know, parallel to the ground, and his like leg. It's like, yeah, you know. I mean, other times, you know, it depends on the song, of course, where he'll just like wrap his hand around the microphone and do something different. But uh, but you're right, nobody moves like fucking Mick Jagger. It's yeah, moves like Jagger, right? Yeah. Oh right, yeah, that guy. He's got his unique little way of doing things for for sure. Yeah. So uh, Wu Tang, we haven't uh, talked about Wu Tang here in a, I don't know, 
Ghostface Killers on the new Miley Cyrus song. No shit. So Miley Cyrus just put out a, an EP uh, a couple of days ago, May 31st, I think, at midnight. And I was listening last night. And let me see what it was called. They have So there is a song. And uh, what the hell is it? It's called She Is Coming. And uh, C U M M C U M M I N G. No, no, oh. just C O M I N G. It's Thank like you. Howard okay. Stern comes again. C O M E S, same deal. Okay. Uh, so the third song on this EP is called Dream, and it's an acronym D, you know, period R E A M, featuring okay. Ghostface Killer. And I think she samples Cream, which is uh, yeah. Wu Tang Clan, uh, their first Thirty Six Chambers uh, song, Cream. C R E A M, cash yes. rules everything around me. You know, you know that song, right? I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's running, right. So this playlist. one is Dream, and it's drugs rule everything around me. So, and, and it's actually pretty good. I like it. Um, then there was a song featuring RuPaul, Catitude. That was on my Instagram last night. Why? Well, because we didn't record last night. Because you were on, an, you were not available. I was ready to go. I was just kind of sitting there, and I was drinking. Um, I was drinking. I don't do that much, but I was drinking um, sake. You're drinking sake. Yeah, sake yeah, is yeah. that how we say it? Yeah, sake. Sake. Raswan. Raswan. How is the Raswan? I was on the cats weren't chasing any mice, and so I had to. So I <laughs> didn't lay, know what to do. On the so floor. I you were laying on the floor drinking hot sake, cold sake. And, Cold sake. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you heat it up? You don't fuck like that it shit. I don't like hot sake. I like cold. Oh. Cold sake. I don't know if I'm saying it right. You know, fuck you, Matthew Cunningham. Don't text me tomorrow or not tomorrow. You, when you're hearing this, don't text me. He'll text you. I, he's going to text me. What's he going to say? He's going to he's gonna send me a YouTube link where they pronounce. Okay, fuck it. I'll do it now. He's going to send me this. This is what he's going to do. Hold on. Hold on. All right. We have to do Matthew listens on like two times speed. So, hi, Matthew. Thank you for listening. <laughs> doing that bit again. Hold on. Uh, pronounce. Okay. I have this the sound down. Okay. Hold on a second. I, I, uh, oh, wait. Is that it? No, there's a there's a whole website. Oh, here it is. Here it is. How to pronounce sake. All right, hold on. I just found a cool oh. website for for rock and roll photos. Sake. It's called Rock. Say it again. What's that? Oh, go. I heard you. Heard you think so. I didn't sake say it. Was, it's a Japanese. It sounds like a Japanese guy. Okay, sake. make it make make. Oh, that's like a Japanese guy. Sake. He's got an accent. Sake. He's got an accent. Yeah. So how right. do we know? Sake. I want him. To, I want somebody to do it in in American. In American. Uh, well, I didn't know how long. Um, it's just all right. Oh my god. All right. Sake. Oh, here. Right up I'll by ask the microphone. Siri. Right up by the microphone. Siri, how do you pronounce sake? Here's what I found. That doesn't help. Didn't find shit, did you? I don't know. All right, so. Oh, my God, stop no, it. Whatever the hell that is. It's um, YouTube uh, shit. Rockpaperphoto.com. What? I was just looking for rock and roll photos. Rockpaperphoto.com has got some really awesome photos in here that you can, they're all watermarked, but you can 
purchase them, uh, framed versions of them. Mm. Really cool stuff in here. I like this. Yeah. I was trying to find, uh, well, there's the uh, Foo Fighters. There's probably a search here. I can probably find your <coughs> your reference we were just talking about. Who are we talking about? You're Eddie, Vedder. Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder. Let me look up Eddie. Eddie. I.E., right? Eddie. Uh, not Edder. Oh, I, no, that's Robert Plant. I was like, that's Eddie. That's not Eddie Vedder. Robert no, Plant again Plant. with a dove in his hand. Marilyn Monroe and Sammy Davis Jr. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I'm trying to. Uh, I got the search going now, and it's just it's chugging. Now. It won't it won't find Eddie Vedder for me. Oh, there's a lot of cool, a lot of cool photos in here. Did you see? Uh, do you remember the the TV show with Chuck Connors, Rifleman? Yes, okay. I do. So I was uh, at my parents' house, and there's like that their house down the shore and they have a TV with, with regular cable or direct TV or something. And they have, what is it like me TV or something? Me TV shows like all the old shows, you know, Dragnet. Yeah. There's, there's some uh, of those yeah channels like that. Beretta yeah. and all everything, yeah. you know? So, so they were having rifleman and, uh, Sammy Davis jr. Was on it and he was like 35 years old. Cool as fuck. That guy. Yeah. He was, he well, was like, in the, yeah. yeah. And he was like five foot five, little guy. Yeah, he and and fuck, he died. He died. Um, I, he was young. I looked him up the other day. I think he died before he was like sixty five. Yeah, he was like sixty two or something. Yeah, like something that. like that, which blew my mind because it just seemed like he was around forever. You know, think of all the drinking and smoking, and you know who knows what they were doing back in those days. He yeah, was he was, he was sixty four when he died, and it was in nineteen ninety. He's been dead really? a long okay. time. Yeah. Almost yeah. 30 years. Yeah, it's been a long time. Oh. But he, you know, he I, I think he went the right way. I think he uh I think he enjoyed his life. I think he had a good life. I, I you know, that's why I when we're this Elton John thing where it started talking about that earlier and she's like it's a sad story. It's not a sad story. He's got his permanent gig in Vegas. He's happily gay now. He's got money to burn. He is uh he's doing all right. It's 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 a happy story. I bet the Stones would even probably let him come play a song with them now. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Hard to say. He's done very sure. well for himself. He's he's like a candle in the wind, man. <laughs> that fucking guy. I don't know what that means. What does that even mean? Um I don't know. I don't know. I've never He's the wings beneath my wings. Wu-Tang Clan, they ain't nothing to fuck with. Oh, by the way, for me, though, uh, I have, you know, I think I told you I, I have my 30-year uh, high school reunion. Unfortunately, as best of my knowledge, nobody from the Wu-Tang Clan um, graduated from my high school. They, they went to different high schools. Uh, so that's unfortunate. They attended but uh, did not finish. Is that what you're saying? They no, 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 no. They didn't. They, they, they went to junior high school with me. They went to oh, IS junior 49, high. junior no. high. Okay. Were, yeah, yeah, yeah. Method Who, nobody man. famous? At, uh, nobody famous that you graduated with? I don't know. I'd have to look at the yearbook. It's upstairs. I would check it. But I don't think anyone's going to go. It's just a bunch of white Trump supporters, probably, who are a little bit fat. And I don't know. I'm not, I, I want to go, though. I do want to go. But I, I told if there's there is someone that I went to high school with who's just she's not joining the Facebook group for the thirty year um, high school reunion, and because she's very liberal and she doesn't want to deal with that, she's already unfriended and not talking to a lot of these people from high school. 
So <laughs> I told her I would go, and I plan to go, um, but I'm going to wear a, a MAGA hat, you know, because I just don't want to get my ass kicked. You know, I wasn't a good fighter in high school, and especially now, so I'm going to just do that. So, And then, um, I don't know. Anyway, Wu-Tang Clan. They ain't nothing to fuck with. And that song Cream for me would be Cats Rule Everything Around Me. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we touch... Meow, meow, meow.